Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. It's Monday, July 31st, 2023, and this is day 1958 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for just allowing us to function and complete the assignment that you have for us each and every day, that we will use these wonderful gifts that you've blessed us with and not ever, ever take them for granted. I thank you, Lord, for equipping us to continue to press on, even when it gets rough, to continue to do what you called us to do. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, you're not done yet. Mm-hmm. You're not done yet. We're coming out of Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. And it says, One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Jacinaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got onto one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. And this is Simon, who is also Peter. So he got on one of the boats belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, pull out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. <laughs> and so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. So Simon was Simon Peter was so awestruck at this miracle, and I'm reading from my commentary right now, uh, from this miracle, and his first response was to realize his own insignificance in comparison to this man's greatness. Peter knew that Jesus had healed the sick and driven out demons, but he was amazed that Jesus cared 
about his day-to-day routine and understood his needs. Isn't that powerful? That's when he said, I am a sinful man. Basically, I am not worthy, Lord. So these are like Jesus's inner circle. He's got Peter, James, and John. And, uh, and then as we go down, it says, then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. So this was the second time that Jesus called them. The first time he called them to follow him, to be his disciples, they did. But in this this case, this time, they left everything behind and committed their future to Jesus. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Point number one. As a child, being the oldest, I was more like the babysitter, the leader of my siblings. While my mother worked two jobs, uh, most of the uh, two jobs to provide for us, you know, most of our lives. That also meant for me that I had to do most of the cooking, you know, for my four siblings and myself and I, I loved cooking. I, I, I grew to learn to love it. My mother taught me a lot of the basic things. And then and then I built up on that, you know, experimenting with new ways of creating and preparing food. And it and it, it was really interesting because we didn't have a lot of food. So it was it was all about taking a little of something and turning it into a lot. <laughs> taking, you know, potatoes and eggs, the basic things that we had. And how can I make that different? How can I make it stretch, you know? And so one morning while making pancakes, I decided to make a pancake as large as the skillet. Everyone was excited about getting their giant pancake. And as my brother got to the middle of his, uh, there's this, uh, in the, to the middle of it, there runs out of it doughy pancake mix. And he yells, it's not done. <laughs> and it, you know, and it was a great eye opener at that time for me. I'm like, oh my God, you know, like all, you see all this runny um, pancake dough coming out of the center. The edges were good <laughs> as he was eating around the edges. But as he got to the center, here comes all the dough. I learned so much uh, from that. Just because something looks done on the outside doesn't mean it's done on the inside. Now, I don't really even know why I remember this story so vividly. Uh, it's definitely a God thing for me because I don't always remember everything. But this is one I feel like I'm right there that day cooking it and, and seeing the expression on, on my brother's face. Jesus was teaching the fishermen his disciples, the same thing. They were not done yet. The fishermen had literally called it a day. They were washing their nets, which meant, hey, (laughs) they were finished fishing and their nets were a very important commodity to fishing. They had to take good care of them. And uh, in order to continue doing uh, this fishing business that they had, they were, they were, very well experienced fishermen. They were in business as fishermen. Uh, 
So they knew what it what was needed, and they knew that there were no fish, you know, biting uh, at their nets. But Jesus told them to go out into the deep water and cast out their nets. Peter's first response was, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down my nets. Because God says so. That, that proved his trust in the Lord right there. Point number two, there will be times when we think we're done. And the Lord says, nope, not yet. (laughs) Try doing it this way. You may say, I'm retiring and taking it easy. And the Lord may say, no, you're getting ready to start a new journey in the deeper end of the water. Or maybe you've been diagnosed with an illness that drastically changes your life or ability to get around. Or maybe you're now the caregiver to someone in this situation. God is saying to you, you're not done yet. No matter what the doctor's diagnosis or how hard it gets, God will provide in a way that seems impossible. And he will knock your socks off your feet (laughs) when you see what he will do through you in the situation that you are in or, you know, in dealing with uh, whatever you're lacking, you might feel like I'm lacking this, 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 and this. And God is saying, I will provide in every one of those areas. I am the one that fills all those voids for you. So trust me, he's saying, trust in him. And just as Peter shows us, he said, but because you said so, Trust and obey the Lord. You will not go wrong. You notice this too. Jesus wasn't done yet. This is something the Holy Spirit has just put on my heart. That, you know, when it came to teaching, he noticed how they were all crowding around him. He could have said, I'm finished. You know what? It's too much. It's, <laughs> this is too many people around me. All right, y'all got the word. I'm done. No, he continued on. He did it a little differently. He went and got in the boat and sat down and taught. At first, he was standing where all the people were, and they continued to crowd around him. So he stepped away a little further and was able to get to all of them. You see, God may have us do it differently, but it's still the same message. It's still the same word of God doing this wonderful assignment of kingdom building, sharing the love of Jesus with others. You know, yesterday, Uh, was our last Sunday when we do uh, Youth Sunday slash T-Zone Sunday. And and we did it differently. (laughs) God said, you're basically, we were done doing it one way, but we're starting to do it differently. Uh, And, you know, and we've got to be ready to shift, you know. And so when that happened, it was more like uh, now uh, presenting our youth and not incorporating the congregation in the lessons like we've done in the past. So now it was more the youth presenting what they knew. So yesterday they were presenting on their gifts, but highlighting people that maybe they look up to or, you know, um, uh, people that are celebrities, athletes, uh, movie stars, uh, 
singers, people like that, that they um, honed in on their gifts and they did uh, research. They created these magnificent uh, presentation boards with, you know, writing up little blurbs and fun facts about these people. And in the midst of it all, they also learned about their own personal gifts. And it was really nice. They show, We showcased those gifts. So uh, one of our young men plays the drums. We had someone doing, a young lady doing poetry and another young lady of several singing, uh, share, showcasing what they are naturally good at. One did storytelling. <laughs> uh, we had some that were dancing. Um, it was just beautiful to see. And at the end of it all, you know, when after putting it together and doing the work and we had an amazing group of people, a team that not only my that supported the whole group, not just me doing it myself, but a whole group and all the parents were there and in uh, the youth. It was just amazing. And of course, I'm thinking, oh, man, I could have done this better. That wasn't right. This wasn't right. Oh, man. You know. Typically, our minds go that way, at least for me. And God is saying, I want you to shift in the way you're thinking. And I want you to focus in on what did go well. Be You're done with that old way of thinking, right? <laughs> and now this is what I want you to focus on. So after making that shift, you know, uh, right there that yesterday, uh, at the end, a young lady uh, who is, I always, I call, you know, the older I get, everybody's young now, right? <laughs> she was at least my age and I'm 64. And so she, it was someone I had known and I didn't realize I knew her. And she brought it back to my remembrance as we were talking. And she was in like a chair, uh, kind of like a wheelchair. And she said to me, as we were sharing and, you know, remembering where we knew each other from and all that. And then she said, you know what? She said, as the kids were showcasing their gifts and me seeing you work with those youth, she said, God showed me that I was not done yet. She said, even though I'm in this chair, I love working with youth. And that's what I used to do. And she said, I just stopped. And now she said, I see that God is saying, this is what you need to be doing. And she said, I'm getting ready to go back to where I live. And I and I think she said she lived in Springfield. She said, I'm getting ready to go back and I'm going to get started doing what God has called me to do. Because seeing this today helped me to realize that I'm not done yet. Even though just because I'm in this chair doesn't mean that I can't do the work of God. It just means I got to I got to navigate differently. But I still have that word of God in me. And I'm able to do it to the fullest and the greatest capacity that God has given it to me. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it blessed me so much. And at the end, she there was tears rolling down her, her face. She was so um, blessed and such a revelation for her that she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that she was not finished and that God was not finished with her. So you see, we can sometimes limit ourselves because of either 
something we're dealing with personally. Like I was limiting myself by focusing in on the negative and God said, no, 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 no. And I was done with that way of doing handling things. But he says, you're not done yet doing the work I've given you to do. And in order for you to do it effectively, you've got to let go of that old way of thinking. And the same goes for you. The old way of thinking says, I'm finished. You know, I can't do this anymore. You know, who am I? You know, Peter kind of felt that way. I'm just this lowly person. But he was showing humility. And God is saying, you know what? Just because you're no longer teaching in in schools doesn't mean you can't go out and teach, maybe volunteer and help others to do things. Just because uh, maybe you know what, you're not able to get under a car to to work on cars anymore like you used to. Maybe you can teach others how to do that, right? My husband, he amazes me every day, (laughs) dealing with a lot of heart challenges and, you know, joint issues and so many things. And uh, how he came in as we were doing DIY classes with our girls. And he's got this brain that knows how to do any kind of repairs just about and he was able to keep seated (laughs) and the girls gather around him or he sat at a table with them and and patiently showed them how to use their drill drivers how to use a screwdriver how to use a hammer you know all those things that we can sometimes take for granted I was learning right along with them. (laughs) even though I'm with him every day he would usually do the work and I would just do something else You see, God has great things in store for you. You're not done yet. So get on up and get ready and ask God to show you what it is he has for you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing, teaching our youth these life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness, along with DIY projects. We are extremely appreciative to each and every one of you for your prayers your support, and for your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.